This is Barbie Jo, and you are listening to Don't Get Lost in the Laundry. This is a show for busy moms and families where we talk about household order and function. We'll discuss tricks of the trade and systems to improve family life and managing a household. Hello, everyone. Barbie Jo here, and welcome to another episode of Don't Get Lost in the Laundry. Today, we have a special guest, Elle Edwards. And she is going to teach us how to be what we think. So Elle is an irrepressible silver lining spotter with a compulsion to say the stuff most other people only say in their heads. She's your biggest cheerleader and image bearer, helping you see who God created you to be. Elle is here to help us have fun again, to embrace who we are when we're trying not to live by anyone else's expectations, and to step into the incredible story God's written for us to explore how He really wants us to be known, to be who God created you to be when He dreamed you into existence with His love. Why? Because playing pretend and trying to be normal made Elle crazy, and it's probably making us feel loopy too. So welcome to the show, Elle. We're so happy to have you here. Tell us a little bit about you and how (laughs) you got to where you are today. That could take the whole 25-minute episode if we're not careful. (laughs) So so I guess the short version, because you you, you touched on on it at the end, and for the the folks who enjoy your, your podcast, I think the important bit is... What was driving me loopy was trying to fit into a box of what I believed it looked like to be a good mum and a good wife. Uh, I, I always wanted to, you know, wanted to fall in love and get married and have children. And in my mid to late 20s, my boyfriend became my husband. I had three children and it was everything I ever wanted. But inside I was miserable and grumpy and angry. And if I'd gone to the, the family doctor, I would have probably been diagnosed with depression. Thankfully, I didn't. Instead, I <laughs> it happened upon a Bible weight loss course, which is a really random thing, uh, but it's a a, a real good example of God meeting you where you're at, because I've always been quite chubby, quite curvy. Uh, But as a result of that, I stepped into this picture of a God who who loved me just the way I am. And I thought, well, if actually, if God loves me just as I am, then maybe it's okay for me to be me with my mess and my quite ADHD tendencies and quite forgetful. uh, And Little by little, I started just to be who I am. Uh, and I don't obviously don't get it right all the time. There's multiple times in the day where I get it wrong. But little by little, my circumstances haven't changed. I've still married. I've still got three children. They're now teenagers. Uh, but it's like night and day. I, my life now, I feel so much happier and more joyful and more content. And I have God's love and his picture of his love to thank for that. Everyone has their own relationship with God or no relationship at all. Uh, and so I, one of my joys as I get to speak to lots of different people is acknowledging that. I mean, I maintain God loves everybody, uh, but, and it's so, it's almost, it doesn't matter in one sense where you're at with him. He still made you to be you. And so everything that we can explore uh, is, is true for you. And so it's this piece around trying to fit into this box, particularly as women, society puts a lot of expectations on us. And if it's not society putting stuff on us, we put it on ourselves. Uh, And so one of my greatest joys is helping people actually, do you know what? I make a mess sometimes. I do this, I do that. And and it's okay. I can, most of us are making up as we go along most of the time anyway. Uh, And how do we, how do we, how do we do life and navigate life like that without going completely crazy is the short version of where I've got to today. (laughs) I love it. 
I love it. Okay, now tell us a little bit about this business that you built, this company. <laughs> it's a, it's called Yuya, which I know lots of folks in America find really hard to say. Uh, in <laughs> fact, because it, it's, it's the ER at the end, the I-E-R, the ER. I know it's quite difficult because of the accent. I've had this conversation with lots of people. It's funny. Um, <laughs> But back in, during COVID, during the first lockdown, during 2020, um, God nudged me to register it. And I'm like, are you sure, God? Nobody can say you, yeah. He's like, well, it's okay. And nobody knew what a Google was once upon a time. I'm like, oh, okay then. Um, <laughs> but I was like, Fine. So for about the last eight years, I because I came across this word Yuya in a book that I read, this idea of being who God made us to be. And I, and because of where I've been at, it was really exciting to me. Uh, and so for the last eight years, I've been about, in, in a very small way, in, inspiring people to embrace their mess and to, I mean, build systems around it. Like I I act like I already alluded to. I am a little bit ADHD. I haven't been formally diagnosed, but I think I'd probably tick lots of the boxes. Um, but I managed to write, write and publish six novels and managed to get stuff done. I get my kids to school on time and, and all of the all of the things because of the systems around all that sort of stuff. And so I prior to doing what I do now, I actually had a, a VA business, a virtual assistance business, uh, because I got so bored. I went around in circles. Uh, oh, what's my thing? You know, I want to find out what my thing is because I'd fall into this world of personal development. Uh, I used to be a teacher, uh, but had the children at home and wanted to find a way where I didn't have to be able to work all the time. So I did all these business courses that you do and went round in circles, thing finding. And ultimately, my thing, I thought, you know what? I'm so bored of trying to find my thing. I'm just going to be me and help other people with, with their businesses. So my first business was launched as a result. Uh, and it actually, I didn't know that at the time. That was the start of Yuya, just embracing everything about myself. But something was niggling at me uh, and I thought it was the fiction. So I did the fiction and that was okay. Uh, and then it was still kept niggling at me. And so God kept saying, look, you know, this Yuya thing. And I kept saying, oh, no, 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 I don't know about that. Uh, but I did eventually go, yeah, okay, we'll do this thing. And then just literally, you're getting like the proper off the scoop new stuff. In the last 12 months, he shifted it uh, because about... Mm, what are we now? August. I'm not wanting to date the episode, but it's August at the time. It's not in September, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Golly, <laughs> I lost the <laughs> calendar. <laughs> it's 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 nearly fall. However, early in the year, God said to me to ask him for an acronym for Yuya. I said, all right, then could I have an acronym for Yuya, please? Because he knows I love language. He said, Yuya is you plus intentional expectant relationship. And so we went from eight years of be you to suddenly eight years of be you here. And I'm like, okay, God, what do you mean? He said, I want you now to help people start hearing from me to walk out their relationship with me. In terms of the playground, that's what we're moving towards now, actually fall and, and into 2022 is being much more specific about helping people hear God. Uh, and because lots of people in sort of Christian circles, I'm speaking only for myself, like we we grew up with this idea that we knew that God speaks to people, but it was really like these sort of ultra holy people or like prophets and stuff. And actually God is whispering to everybody. He's sharing his heart with everybody. And so now as we move forward, it's really about helping people go, Oh, can I hear from God? What does that look like? And and making it fun and easy. Like I have conversations with God in my notebook every day and it's fun. Uh, and so I know some of this isn't really relevant to your to, to, to what we are going to explore today really at all. But to answer your question more directly, that's where I'm heading. Um, but the UE part of it, the BU piece of it is still critical, uh, particularly for people who I speak to who don't necessarily do the whole faith thing. Uh, because it, being in that box, is it's, it leads to 
mental health issues. I maintain that if so many more people, like I said to you, if I'd gone to the doctor, I'd have been put on antidepressants without a shadow of a doubt. And I do wonder how many people are walking around with labels, either diagnosed or self-diagnosed and feeling like less than or not enough because they're not embracing actually who who they really are and, and finding ways to work with that. So that's why I love doing stuff like this is helping people to go, actually, do you know what? I'm brilliant. Because you are, like everybody is brilliant. Sometimes the made in God's image piece, you know, the grumpy people who we struggle to get on with. I joke that they're made in God's image too, but they're kind of, maybe it's buried a little bit deeper. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. I think it's so important because we are what we think. And I was just having a conversation with my son and he was saying, you know, I'm probably not going to make the team. I'm, I'm not that great of an athlete. I will probably have a horrible season. And I'm like, then you're right. That's exactly what will happen. Mm -hmm. If that's what you're thinking will happen, it will. And so I was just, you know, trying to make him understand if you Mm -hmm. want to be great, you have to believe you're great. And the same so thing true. applies to us as moms. And I think it's so easy for us to be our children's cheerleaders, yes. but are we our own cheerleader? Yes, are we so believing that we are great? Do we think that we're mm-hmm. amazing and accomplished and talented and gifted and all the things? So how do you help somebody who doesn't know mm-hmm. that they are those things? Well, Mike, I was going to rewind if you hadn't asked that question. I love it. It's a great question because have you talked to your son about the reticular activating system? No, let's talk about that. Okay. Because this ties in with this. I was getting okay. all excited in my head. It's one of my favorite bits of science ever. Um, and so like, you know, if we could have like multiple like lives, okay. In another life, right. Another time, a clone of me would go and be like a neuroscientist or something. Because I get, I, the little bit I understand about it, I get really excited about. So the reason why, because in Christian circles, people get in a bit of a pickle about law of attraction. They say, ooh, law of attraction works. I mean, I with the caveat, I don't like the victim blaming part of it. I think it, when people say, oh, you attract everything that you think of. Well, if you're having a really rubbish, rubbish day, are you telling me I attracted my dog getting run over? No, I'm not saying that. So if we park the, the, the not nice part of it, there's actual science that is the reason why everything you just said to your son is true. It's called the reticular activating system. It's a group of neurons at the back of your at back of your brain, round about here, which I know your listeners can't see me pointing. I'm pointing to the back of my head. And it does loads of cool stuff, like it regulates temperature and all this sort of thing. But for the purposes of this, it acts like a filter. And so I'm going to give you a, a social media example. You know, if um, you go onto Instagram and maybe there's a, I'm going to give you use the example of Love Island because Love Island has just finished here in the UK. I don't know if you have Love Island in the US or not, but it's a reality TV show where these folks go into a villa and they it's like massive news. So if you if you were to go onto the Love Island picture and like a picture, what happens? All of a sudden, your Instagram feed is full of loads of Love Island stuff because the the algorithm learns what you like, what you click on, what you comment on, what you interact with. That's what the reticular activating system does. It filters in those things that your mind deems important. One of my friends calls it that yellow car thing because I have a bright yellow car that kind of matches my wall. Again, which your listeners can't see, sorry. But if you find me on social media, you'll see it in my profile photo. I have a bright yellow car. I, As soon as I bought that car, I started seeing yellow cars everywhere. Because my mind went, oh, yellow cars, they're important to her. It filtered it in. But you can hack your reticular activating system. You can train it. So the example I often give, because it's an easy one, is coffee. 
you get up in the morning, you make your cup of coffee and you spill your cup of coffee, one of two things happens. You can say to yourself, oh, well, that's it. The day is ruined now. Guess what happens? Your mind will filter in all of the examples of why your day is ruined. Or you can say, oops a daisy. Nobody has said oops a daisy apart from 12-year-old girls, according to Notting Hill, but I love the phrase oops a daisy. Oops a daisy, <laughs> I've spilt my coffee. Uh, the day can only get better from here. And guess what happens? Your mind filters in examples and the day gets better from here. The exact same thing happened, but you change it. And so, yes, tough stuff happens in, a, in a, even in the most you know ordinary of days. There will be things that come at you that are difficult, but you can hack it. You can tweak it. Uh, and sometimes some people are a little bit more Eeyore, you know, and, and tend to be a bit, my, my, my youngest is a bit like this. He tends to be a bit Eeyore. And so he, I think he'd get quite well, quite well with your son. Um, these could, we have, cause the, he starts back in school on Monday and he's anxious about it. And I don't know how old your son is, but mine's 14 and you know, it's all of these things. And so trying to help him look, even if you naturally tend to be a little bit more negative, your mind is, your brain isn't fixed. Like, plasticity is this new, relatively new discovery in, in brain science, but these pathways that we lay down, they're not fixed. And so you can train it and it does take practice. And it might be something practical, like putting a reminder on your phone or on your watch, like every hour to pause and write, look around you. What's delightful right now? What can I see? So I'm looking out around. I can see this orchid that my husband bought me for our anniversary last week, or I'm looking out the window and I can see my father Christmas cookie jar on the windowsill in September, which is ridiculous. Silly little things. <laughs> Hasn't got to be massive stuff. But the more that you do that, it more that it, it trains your mind. And it actually works with goal setting as well. So like if you if you're wanting to get stuff done, but it's not even people say it's the act of writing it down, and it is to a point, but it's not even that. It's the actual act of thinking it through. What's important to me? Why is it important to me? It starts signaling to your mind that that stuff's important and it will start for it's why we have ideas in the middle of the shower oh my gosh that's amazing you know out of nowhere it's because your mind is working behind the scenes your your brain's incredible all that to say so yes i agree with everything that you just said it's so true uh it's <laughs> it's bonkers to me how fantastic our minds are it really is and i've had a lot of skeptics you know say oh everyone's a life coach now everyone needs a life coach now and oh it's just we didn't need life coaches back 20 years ago and we survived we were just fine and i was trying to make my husband understand that it's not about you know paying for a service it's about really understanding how to unlock your brain your mm. mind is incredible and God created it to be incredible. And we need to just understand how to utilize it correctly and in our favor. Because yeah. we can do amazing things. We can be an amazing version of ourselves by understanding how our brain works and unlocking those powers within it. And it's not even like magical powers. It's the science of the brain and how it was set up to function, right? So it's Definitely. unlocking or exercising rather mm. those portions of the body that really haven't been tapped into ever. I would maintain 20 years ago, we didn't have the pressures that we had now. I mean, right. I wouldn't want to be a teenager now, for example. You know, I, we are... Uh, I mean, I'm probably a little bit older than you, but we are, we're both of the same sort of age where we remember life without the internet, uh, you know, but it's, it's, yeah, 20 years ago. I, yeah, I, I understand what your husband is saying and other people say, 
And at the same time, there's just so much new discovery. And there's, you know, it's a different, I think it's different living now than it was 20 years ago. And at the end of the day, why not? If we're learning this new stuff, why not make use of it? Uh, and people don't have to, I mean, I, I always advocate with working with other people, getting support. I love community. Uh, yes, I'm biased because I do community, um, you know, and and but at the same time, it's not actually about that. You can, if someone's on a budget and they can't afford to hire somebody, there's books, there's YouTube videos, there's this podcast, there's enough resources that can start you on the journey. Because that's how I got started. I haven't got my, my, I've got a, I've got a music degree, a music teaching degree. I don't have a degree in brain science. I don't have a degree in... I don't know, showing up and sharing this stuff. It's all much like me in tech. It's all self-taught. I didn't teach myself. I taught through learning. You know, we we have so many resources at our disposal. Uh, and and it, I think it's incumbent. Well, you've got a choice. You don't have to do this stuff. You could just sort of muddle along from one day to the next, but it's a waste. You know, one of my favorite, I'm going to have to quote the Bible out, Ephesians 2.10, you are God's workmanship, which is sometimes translated as his work of art, his his creation, his poetry, created in Christ Jesus to do good works that plan in advance for you. There's a plan and a purpose for every single person's life. And so we get hung up on this idea of good works. It's not about like earning your faith. Jesus did it all. But this is about the stuff that like the stuff you're doing on this podcast. This is part of the reason why you were on this planet. And it's not an accident that you and I are having this conversation. It's not an accident that your message is going out to the world and impacting women, you know. And so, yes, there's a choice. You don't have to do this. You've always got a choice. But there is somebody, oh, I get goosebumps. There you are. There's somebody who needs to hear from you today. And if you don't show up and share whatever it is you're being niggled to share, the world is a lesser place as a result. At the same time, I also advocate for kindness because we get really excited about plan and purpose. And then some days, days are, are hard. And so I, I really anti-hustle. Like, you know, it's been, it's quite popular on the internet now, particularly people like Gary Vaynerchuk and all these sort of bro, what they call bro-preneurs, these, these male sort of like, yeah, go and get it. Whoa. You know, I'm like, oh, please, you know? <laughs> uh, and so there's got to be balance in this as well, you know, because you, the, your children have only got one mother, you know, your husband has only, hopefully only got one wife. <laughs> uh, and so, so there's also, I do believe all of this stuff starts at home. We are, we are leaders in our households uh, and we step up. Um, I mean, like you're doing with your son, you're, you're, you're showing him how to move through the world by example. And, and even as they get older and they get become teenagers, they have influences from, you know, outside. And we mentioned social media, but equally, the more that you step up, and I might say you, I'm not picking on you, you know that. I'm talking <laughs> me, you, the world, anybody listening, the more that we can step up and be who we were made to be and, and move through the world with joy and delight, being kind to ourselves, showing ourselves compassion. We teach our children and the people around us by example. So you have, we don't have to tell them X, Y, and Z. They can see, hmm, you, you know, you seem quite happy and content today. And, you know, and, and, and that, that's, that's brilliant and wonderful. Oh, you couldn't have said it better. That is so good. <laughs> our kids really are a product of our environment, right? And mm -hmm. it's our job as their parents to make that environment whole and complete and uplifting mm -hmm. and positive and just all the things to equip mm -hmm. them to be a well-rounded, decent human being, right? <laughs> definitely, definitely. So, yes. And that's why I think it's important equally when things are a bit tough, we don't hide that stuff away. Like, I mean, my husband and I don't argue very often. The times we'll argue the most, if he was to say something that is disrespectful and isn't a way that I, I've got two daughters and a son, if they were to hear him 
saying something that I wouldn't want them as women to think that's how they're to be spoken to, or I wouldn't want my son to think that's how you should speak to women. That would be the time we would argue most is actually because like you've just said that we, they see how we move through the world. Uh, And so I also, they have heard us argue. We don't, and they've seen me cry. If I, I I don't like crying very much. I like crying at movies, but, um, but but helping them recognize that all of these emotions are, our part of being human is important as well. If we only show them, this is one of my frustrations with social media is that, you know, we, we filter, everything's filtered. Even when people are being authentic and going to show you their mess, it's a filtered mess. They'll choose you. They'll choose to show you which bits of the mess they want to show you. And then the danger is we see their mess and we think, oh my word, look at their mess. My mess is so much messier, you know, because we know how messy we really are messy, whether that's physically or in our own minds. And then it's like we can spiral downwards. It's just ridiculous. But yeah, all that to say, no, totally. And helping them see all of those things and navigating all of life, I think is, um, it's important and it's exciting as well. You know, when the, when your kids do something and you're like, oh, wow, look, it makes you feel so proud. Maybe I didn't do such a terrible job after all. <laughs> it's true. But I'm really <laughs> glad you touched on that because you want them to experience all the emotions and not hide away the ugly and the bad because mm. they need to see how to cope during those yeah. things and how to work yeah. through those things. And so you need to be demonstrating that. I am a firm believer in that. You don't hide your mess. You need mm. to show them how to work through the mess. It's okay to see you, you know, arguing, but then mm. afterwards show them how you make it right. Yeah, Let definitely. them, you know, see it, hear it, feel it, whatever, because they're going to encounter it in definitely. their lives and they're going to need to know how to master that skill to come out ahead and not let it hold them back in life or paralyze them. Mm. So, Absolutely. I think life is not going to be perfect. It's supposed to be hard. It's supposed to be sad at times, but then it's supposed to be joyful. We are Mm. supposed to find joy in this journey of life, right? So definitely. So I want to ask you about your three word hack (laughs) that can turn around any day. Let's hear it's the best. I love it. This came out as a result. So you mentioned the silver lining spotter in my bio, uh, the irrepressible silver lining spotter. I it it I had a conversation in a Facebook group uh, in 2018, which is a long time ago now, about this, and I didn't realize there was a three word hack until this conversation. However, the, the three words are so simple. The three words are but at least. So the example I'm going to give is my dog, because this happened when I was recording a podcast interview a year or so ago. So I use this example every time. So imagine you've got a little dog. My dog, in my example, has now passed away, bless him. But he lives on through this little story, little Charlie. (laughs) So a little dog, a little King Charles Spaniel calls Charlie. And I was recording a podcast interview one day. Charlie walks into my office and then vomits on the carpet. I was like, oh, great. Thanks, Charlie. So imagine your dog has vomited on the carpet and you go, oh, the dog's just been sick on the carpet, but at least. Now I should give a warning at this point. If anyone's eating their dinner, pause, finish your dinner. (laughs) Okay. So the dog's just vomited on the carpet, but at least it was only foamy. There was no lumps in it. (laughs) Which I know is ridiculous. You're like, okay. Okay. But But I use that as a silly example, but actually when something happens that's frustrating, I always give the caveat, 
This is for the day-to-day niggles. We're not talking, I'm not suggesting you can magically find the silver lining in the tragic stuff. You know, when you lose somebody or you get a diagnosis you're not expecting. I do believe that there are people who, who work through that stuff and with time and distance, you can find the gift in those things. But this silver lining spotting, the fact that it's called a hack, it's really for those moments of frustration in day-to-day life, like the dog being sick on the carpet or... Uh, I don't know. I can't even think of another example because nothing bad has happened today. Uh, I don't know. Breaking your shoelace on your favorite pair of shoes uh, or whatever, you know, the stuff in your day, which is a bit like, oh, that's so annoying. You know, so you this thing happens. You you name whatever the thing is. You recognize this thing's happened. Okay, I actually did spill my coffee yesterday and knocked it off the side. But at least my favorite mug didn't break. But at least it went on the floor in the kitchen, which is wipeable. It didn't go all over the carpet. Whatever it would be, you say, but at least, and then you pause because your mind loves to fill in the blanks. And so it will bring up those examples and it will help you find that silver lining. And the more you do it, thanks to the reticular activating system that everyone knows all about now because we explored it already, the more that you do it, the easier it becomes. And the more that you do it, before you know it, you'll be an irrepressible silver lining spotter too. Oh, I love it. Oh, you couldn't have ended on a better note. That is amazing. And I think you asked the question, so it's next to you. (laughs) I think every mom needs to know this three word hack. That is brilliant. And yet so simple, Mm. so simple. So it's something we need to activate in our mind to have on hand at any given moment, because things can turn at any given moment. (laughs) (laughs) And I have to say as well, it's actually testament again to the power of doing life with people, the power of community, because I've been doing it, but it wasn't until my friend Morag, who lives up in Scotland, Scotland, I can't do a good Scottish accent, but she, (laughs) she keeps getting shout outs. I have to keep telling her. Um, It was because she, she was on, she was on holiday. She was on vacation with her family and she took time out of her day to have a conversation with me in a Facebook group that led to that question. And so, and it was thanks. I mean, maybe somebody else at some point will have asked the question, who knows, but it's another example again about the power of listening for the niggles and following the nudges uh, because who knows? If she hadn't have asked that question, I might never have identified, oh, that's how I do it. Oh, that's really easy. Because I've been I've been giving that three-word hack to people oh, lots of times ever since because it's so simple. But you do have to practice it, you know, and that's why we have the choice. Uh, you know, we can choose to go, oh, well, hey, that just sounds so simple. I don't think that could possibly work. Or we can go, well, maybe it might work, maybe it won't, but let's give it a try. Let's, let's see. Because you don't know unless you try. Oh my gosh, I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for being with us today and just brightening our day and giving us so much wisdom. Um, Tell us, how how can we find you? The easiest way, if you want, uh, if you love sort of the niggle with the God stuff. So uier.com is my website, Y-O-U-I-E-R.com. However, I'm on social media. I'm Ms. L. Edwards on Instagram and Facebook and um, possibly on LinkedIn. I don't really do much on LinkedIn, truth be told. <laughs> I did get I did I did get a nudge to go back there and spread a bit of joy. I don't do it too consistently. But yeah, Ms. L. Edwards on Facebook or Instagram or uia.com is the easiest way to find me. I love it. Thank you. We will put all of that in the show notes so everyone knows yeah, who you easy. are and can find you. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you for being with us today. It is absolutely my pleasure. It's been a joy. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to Don't Get Lost in the Laundry. Don't forget to check out my website at barbiejoe.com. And if you liked this episode, you've got to subscribe. I'd love to have you join me. Bye for now. 